Welcome to Red Lips and Eye Rolls, the podcast. I'm your host, Katara McCarty. Ladies, you know how you feel when you have a bomb outfit on? Your hair is just right? You get a glance at yourself in the mirror and you think, yes, girl, you are slaying it today. But then you realize you forgot something? Girl, you forgot your lipstick. So you put your lipstick on, and then all of a sudden, you went from, girl, you cute, to a woman with a fierce attitude about to slay the day. Girl, that lipstick has you walking different, standing different, squaring your shoulders, and daring anything or anyone to get in your way. Well, that's what I'll do here at Red Lips and Eye Rolls, the podcast. I'll remind you to grab your lipstick, not only literally, but metaphorically, to put that lipstick on your soul. I'll give you tools to tap into your own unique power, build self-confidence, and go for the life that you deserve. It's time for you to stop looking for answers, acceptance, and love outside of you. Listen, it's in you. Stop living a life you hate and live a life full of power, your own power. So girl, grab your lipstick, cause you're gonna need it. Welcome back to Red Lips and Eye Rolls, the podcast. This is episode 25, The Inner Critic. I'm so excited that you tuned in to this episode. Um, this is one of, uh, one of my top topics that I talk about a lot with women, with my coaching clients. Um, yeah, something that I learned a long time ago that was really powerful for me and helped move me forward in my life. Um, and that's the inner critic. I just have to say really quick that I am actually sitting outside and I'm not in my closet. I'm in, actually at a friend's house sitting at her patio table by a pool. So it's getting real fancy. We're real fancy over here. And um, Brenna's laying in the pool. Give him a shout out, Brenna. Hi. <laughs> Brenna's laying in the pool and I'm recording a podcast. This life's not bad. You know what I'm saying? This life isn't bad. Oops. This life isn't bad at all. So, yeah, trying to enjoy this uh, rest of the summer and not be, uh, you know, locked up in my closet shooting podcasts so we're trying to make the most of it so again this is episode 25 the inner critic um i again love to talk about this because i think that this is a really um powerful tool to have and to know about and i know that i've talked about it in other episodes but i wanted to dedicate a whole episode to the inner critic because i think once you're able to um understand that you have an inner critic and what your inner critic tells you and what it says um, you are better equipped to uh, you know talk back to it and to be able to identify and kind of bring a level of separation a degree of separation between you and what your inner critic is saying um, to help you move forward in your life so I hope that this episode um, you know resonates with you Listen, again, if these episodes are, you know, doing something for you, you're getting something out of it, make sure that you let me know. Um, Subscribe to the podcast. Become a subscriber. Leave comments. uh, Rate it. 
um, send me messages. Let me know what you think about the podcast and how it's impacting your life. All right. So I don't know about you guys, but you ladies, guys, um, I don't know about you, but I love um, being comfortable. Um, I love my comfort zone. I love how it feels. It's nice and cozy. I actually hate change. I value um, comfort and I value certainty. And um, you can ask my family, um, my friends, they know that I hate change and I like same old, same old. And so I go to this pretty much the same restaurants. I don't really venture out too much. Um, Once I find something that I like, I go back and I order the same dishes because it's, I'm certain that I'm going to like it. So I don't love change. I love comfort. Um, And I lived in the same house growing up as a child. We never moved. Loved that. Um, We raised our kids in the same house. We have now moved, which was pretty challenging for me. I think I've talked about that with all of you in previous episodes, how hard it was for me to change. And um, yeah, I just love comfort. And I know some of y'all out there are the same way. You love your comfort zone. I love coziness. I love cozy sweaters. I love warm socks. I love fuzzy blankets. I love all things comfortable. Love, love, love being comfortable and what I've come to learn is we don't grow in comfort Um, we grow when things get uncomfortable I hate that (laughs) especially because I love comfort and so um, I feel like because I love comfort so much um, especially early on in my adult life, I didn't branch out very much and try new things or do different things. I kind of stayed, you know, pretty comfortable. And I remember my husband and I started um, our nonprofit and um, (laughs) um, I felt like I was uh, forced to grow. Sometimes um, when you enjoy comfort so much and and you value certainty, I feel like sometimes uh, those of us that love it a lot, love comfort a lot, which I think is most of us, and enjoy our comfort zones, um, I think that sometimes we feel like we're being forced to grow. We're being pushed out of our comfort zone because of situations and circumstances and people and whatever. And I, as I was thinking about this podcast, something that came to me was I remember the first time I had to present a message at our our church and it was really early on when we first started we were still in our little storefront and um, we had a handful of people that came and Ryan was still working a full-time job and um, he was working and he would get called out Um, oh 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 I'm outside so it's getting rowdy out here It's it's getting a little rowdy we're knocking things over all right, I'm back. <laughs> um, but he would get called out. Um, he worked for a cellular company, and he had to um, work on the sites, and, and one was down, and he was on call, and he got called out. And so he looked at me. He's like, you're going to have to speak tonight. And I was like, what you talking about? What are you talking about, Willis? And I was so freaked out. I was like, no, I don't want to speak. Like, I don't speak. Like, that's what you do. I, like, watch the kids in the nursery. And I, like, help clean afterwards. But I don't speak. I was, like, freaked out. 
And he was like, no, like, I need you to be the one that speaks. And I was like, Ugh. I just felt sick about it. But I was like, well, I you know, it's not like we have a staff or anything. Like, I'm, I got to be the one to step up and to actually fill in for him. And so I got my little message together. And um, I got there. And I, I got up and I did it. And I, it actually wasn't good. I remember just reading my notes like, not even I think I looked up at the people like maybe twice and I remember just thinking oh my gosh just get through this just get through this and I just had my head down I was reading my notes and I remember um, somebody had fallen asleep it was bad it was not a, it wasn't good but I was pushed out of my comfort zone that day and from that day forward I was there were other opportunities for me to get on a stage in front of people and present, tell my story, um, share, open up um, the service, different things. And I ended up actually falling in love with public speaking. Now, had I not been pushed or kind of like nudged to get out of my comfort zone, I would have never realized what I loved. And I actually today, that's what I do. That's that's my business. It's part of my business. I'm a public speaker. I'm a motivational speaker. That's what I do. But had I said no and just been like, I, I can't or, you know, really, really made up. I had the excuses. I had the excuses. I just felt like at the time there was no other option. So who's going to do it? Well, I have to do it. Right. But had I not been kind of pushed and forced not forced like against my will, but you know what I mean. It's almost like a a mother bird kind of nudges her um, her baby bird out of the nest when you think like it doesn't look like it's time, but the mother bird knows it's time. It's time for her to fly or him to fly. So she nudges him out of the nest and he just kind of, she just pushes him out and he just eventually, you know, he takes off flying. And that happens to us in our lives. And what's so interesting about that time, remembering that time, is that I, I was so freaked out and so scared and felt so incapable. And like I could not accomplish what was being asked of me. I followed through anyway and I stumbled and I fumbled and it wasn't a good message. And, and, it, and really it wasn't. It was not good. And... But I ended up falling in love with the very thing that I was so freaked out um, and scared and totally felt a little paralyzed to even do. And so sometimes we're put in those situations where we, where we have to, you know, be kind of pushed out of our comfort zone. And other times we um, feel inspired to step out of our comfort zone. Maybe we hear a message or see somebody that... Um, has an inspiring story or we see their lives and we're like man I I, that's just brings me so much inspiration I want to do that too like I want to accomplish that too and um, you know it it kind of whether it's through inspiration or where we feel where we feel like we've been pushed or nudged out of our comfort zone anytime we step out and go to make changes to create a better way for us for ourselves a better just being a better us um what's interesting is we have this inner critic that emerges and um you know it's it happens to all of us it's not just you know oh it's only people that are super insecure 
that have inner critics. That's not true. Everybody on the planet has an inner critic. And it's our inner critic and that inner voice that doesn't like the boat getting rocked. It doesn't like things changing. Um, It wants you and I to stay in the same place, doing the same things, keeping the same old relationships, Um, even situations and relationships that are toxic for us, people that are toxic for us. Our inner critic doesn't like when we start thinking or talking about ending those relationships or severing those relationships and moving on. Our inner critic gets real worked up. And actually, um, when we go to make change and when we go to do something different, it actually awakens or amplifies our inner critic. And so, you know, we... You know, a lot of us can look at our lives, most of us can look at our lives and see areas in our lives where we need to change or we want to change or we want to do something different. And um, I think knowing that you have an inner critic and being able to identify your inner critic's voice is going to give you power to keep it moving, even when you feel like you want to quit or you feel like, yeah, that inner critic, yeah, that makes sense, right? We talk ourselves out of and we sabotage our lives on so many levels and it's time for that to stop. It's time for us to silence or quiet. I don't know that we can totally silence our inner critic, but we can quiet their voice so that we can keep it moving. So we can actually create and design and have the life that we desire and the life that we truly want. So I'm excited um, about you learning about this and you understanding your inner critic. So again, anytime you go to make change, anytime you go to do something different, your inner critic, the, the voice is amplified during those times when we decide to make changes in our lives. When we step up, when we step out to do better, to be better. Um, it's, it's, again, almost like an alarm goes off because your inner critic lives within the comfort zone. That's its home, man. Your inner critic is hanging out in your comfort zone. And so an alarm goes off and, uh, and let your inner critic know, hold up, hold up. They're making change. They're doing something different. We can't allow this. And so your inner critic's job is to protect the status quo. That's its job. Its job is to keep you within the comfort zone. To stop us from changing our current situation. Again, that's super comfortable. You know, we're sitting over here in our cozy socks and our cozy sweater. And it's all good, right? Why shake the boat, our inner critic tells us. Why make changes, right? And so their job, your inner critic's job is to protect the status quo and to keep you comfortable. And your inner critic will speak in absolutes, all right? So it's that inner voice that you hear says things like you can never Um, it uses always says things like you can't or you must calls you names like you're a coward or you're not good enough or who do you think you are it says that listen that thing that you're trying to do that's too big for you You and I know that that's too big for you, right? Says things like that. You'll never make it. 
you'll never make it. You'll never be successful is what your inner critic says when you go to make change. Successful in that business, successful in that getting that promotion, successful in um, expanding your family, successful in losing that weight, getting healthy, um, eating well, changing your eating habits. Like it says, you know what, you'll, you'll never be successful at that. You can't do it. You'll never make it. It says things like, this is a really bad idea. This is a bad idea. And what your inner critic does is it tries to convince you why you shouldn't make the changes that you've decided to make. What's interesting about our inner critic is that it will sprinkle what it's saying with small pieces of truth to bring validity to what it's saying. So it'll sprinkle a little truth in there. It's not all false, right? So my inner critic will say things like, and I'm sure you've heard this, you've never done this before. So you don't know what you're doing. And my response is, yeah, I've never done this before and I don't know what I'm doing. That's true. But what my inner critic tries to convince me of is that because I've never done this before and because I may not know what I'm doing, actually I don't know what I'm doing half the time, that means that it won't work or it means that I'll fail or means that I can't succeed. And there is some truth. I've never, I've never started a podcast before. I don't know exactly what I'm doing. You know, I've, I've never started my own personal business. Ryan and I have started, we've been entrepreneurs our whole adult life. I've been an entrepreneur. But I've never done this, what I'm doing now, my own personal business. I've never ran a for-profit organization, business. I've never done this before. But that doesn't mean that it won't work. That doesn't mean that I'm going to fail. And so my, my, my inner critic will try to convince me with a little bit of truth. So it's not like your inner critic is telling you lies. It's not that it's making up false stories that are just so like super far-fetched. It's not like you're like, what? It's not obvious when your inner critic starts barking and starts talking and starts raising its voice. It's not super obvious because it feels like it's you. It feels like you're talking to yourself and saying, yeah, yeah, that you actually probably shouldn't do that. And you actually probably shouldn't venture out. And you probably shouldn't start your own business. And who do you think you are to try to expand? Like your business is already successful enough. Why are you trying to expand it even more? Like just let's just stay comfortable. Why on earth would you add an, you know, add yoga into your life? You're already going to the gym, right? Why, why are you going to stop eating that and start eating this? Like, come on, right? And we think it's us. We think it's us. But really, it's our inner critic trying to protect and keep us within this comfort zone. And remember, growth doesn't happen in the comfort zone. Growth happens outside of the comfort zone. My daughter, Brenna, um, and Bria love plants, and they have little green thumbs. And 
Brenna had a plant that was given to her and it was growing like crazy. It kind of surprised us at how well it was doing, but it was in this tiny little pot. And she's like, mom, I need to get this out of this pot and put it in a bigger pot because I feel like if it stays in this pot, it's kind of maxed out its potential. Like it's only gonna, it's gonna stop growing and potentially could start dying. I need to get it in a bigger pot. I need to get more soil around it. It needs more room. And so she bought a bigger pot and she transplanted it. And I mean, that little plant is thriving. But it was so interesting that she was able to identify and see it's maxed out this space. And that's what happens in our lives. There's, I believe, a higher power that sees that we've maxed out this space. And it says it's time for you to get replanted. We need to put you in a bigger pot. And it happens, again, through circumstances and situations, sometimes through inspiration and motivation. We hear, we see people, and we think, ah, yeah. Like, we feel like, you know, there's this this idea that pops in our head. Hey, let's do something different. What's happening is, is life is replanting you because... You got to keep growing and there's no growth within your comfort zone. The problem is we have to identify that when those times in our lives happen, which are beautiful, even though they sometimes suck and feel bleh, bleh. I don't even have a word for it <laughs> because there's been so many times where I've just been like, oh my gosh, this season is hard because it's change. It's different. But in those seasons, that's when that inner critic raises its voice and says, uh 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 uh, we don't want to grow. We want to stay right here. We want to stay within this smaller pot because we know the small pot. We've experienced the small pot over here. We've experienced this place. We know it really well. And that's not where growth is. Actually, if you stay there too long, a part of you can start to fade away. And so we got to get replanted and we got to embrace growth, which I think many of you that are listening are because you're on this podcast, which means I'm talk, I talk all about growth and tapping into our power and going after our dreams and living out our vision for our lives. But we have to understand when we do that, we go to make change. We decide to be replant or life decides for us to replant us that your inner critic is gonna start raising its voice because it doesn't like growth it doesn't like change and so I want you to be aware of this it's a normal thing again it happens to everyone and you have to be able to identify and know what your inner critic's job is and you got to start really tuning in to the voice in your head, that damn voice in your head. Start paying attention to it. So I want you to know, first of all, that you're not alone. That's the first thing. I want you to know you're not alone and we all have an inner critic. Okay, I've got one, talks to me all the time. And you have one and talks to you all the time. Now your inner critic may say different things to you than my inner critic says to me but again its job is to keep you from doing something different so I want first thing I want you to know is you're not alone and we all have our inner critic the second thing I want you to know is that it's 
its whole role um, when you begin to step out. So we've talked about the role of the inner critic. It's to keep you within the comfort zone. So you're not alone and you gotta know that anytime you go to make change and do something different, anytime you go to step up in, in any way, your inner critic is going to start talking. So just know that. Know how it rolls. That's how it rolls. That's what it does. It, it's its job, all right? So you're not alone. Know how, know how that inner critic rolls. And the last thing is put your inner critic in its place. You got to talk back to it, right? You got to begin to have a conversation with your inner critic and let it know what's up, right? You got to let it know. You've got to let your inner critic know what's up. So talk back to it. Ask it. What are you trying to protect? What are you trying to protect here? Ask your inner critic that. It starts raising its voice, raising its head like, no, 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 no. Listen, what are you trying to protect? And then say, I I don't need I don't need you to protect us, right? Like I don't need you to protect me. I'm good. I can handle this. Yes, this is scary. Yes, I've never done this before. Yes, this is something new. Yes, there's a possibility that this won't work, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to make the move anyway. I'm going to make the shift anyway. I'm going to step up anyway. So you got to talk back to your inner critic. And I tell it, like, I know this is scary, but I got this. This is scary, but I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it with fear. I'm going to step out anyway. And you have to begin to tell your inner critic that while some of what you're saying is true, that's not all true, right? That whole statement's not true. And you got to be able to identify and talk back to your inner critic. And then the last thing that I want to leave with you is keep making moves, man. Keep making the moves. Keep making the shifts. Keep making the changes. Don't allow your inner critic to hold you back or to stop you. Don't sit and have coffee or wine, lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner with your inner critic. Like, talk back to it. Put it in its place. Say, you know, hey, this is what it is. What are you trying to protect? It is scary. That's not all true. And I'm moving forward. I'm going to make the move anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to keep going anyway. And something that I want for you, my desire for you, is that you don't allow yourself to stop you. That you don't sabotage your own success. That you don't hold your own self back. Because at the end of the day... You're the one that gets to decide the kind of life that you have and the kind of life that you step into. You get to decide that, not everybody else. I remember being pregnant at 19, having my first daughter, Bria, at 20. And, you know, I grew up in a home that was very loving, but we did not have a father. And I dated a guy and it was a toxic relationship and... I remember life began shifting for me. Um, I started meeting women who were successful, women who were doing things with their lives. And it was like I kept running into these amazing people 
that were showing me with their lives. They weren't saying it to me, but they were just showing me with their lives that that just because just because you have something happen in your life that's not an ideal situation doesn't mean that is the final story or that has to be the end. And I remember making a decision pretty early on, really during my pregnancy, I wasn't gonna have a bunch of babies. I just wasn't. I was like, I'm not gonna have a bunch of baby daddies. That ain't happening to me. Like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going down that road. I'm not standing in the welfare line. I'm not gonna be getting food stamps. Like, I was like, I, and again, listen, there's nothing wrong if you have to go through a season where you have to get assistance to help. I'm not, I'm not dogging that. What I'm saying is I made a decision because I was inspired by other women and other people. And I realized I don't have to keep going down this road. I don't have to keep um, uh, staying in a relationship that's toxic if I don't want to. Like I can change that just because I'm pregnant by this person or just because this is my daughter's father. I don't have to do like I don't have to. And I remember early on making a decision I've talked about this in other episodes to to make a shift in my life now it took several several years for that shift to actually manifest into like my real everyday life but I made shifts back then and I had my inner critic going crazy like who do you think you are you're gonna move out of the hood like you think you're gonna move out of the hood really you think you're gonna do this you think you're gonna start your own business you think you're gonna do that you think you're gonna be successful You think you're not going to do that, you know, like this inner critic. And some of us don't just have inner critics. We have real critics. We got real people in our lives, real with real faces and with real voices trying to talk us out of why we shouldn't do what we're doing. I had so many people try to talk me out of why I shouldn't start a business, why I shouldn't move out of the hood, why I shouldn't go to that specific organization or be a part of that people group I had so many people that would rear their heads trying to keep me stuck and I had to evaluate evaluate my um, my associations my relationships and say listen you know what I know deep down inside there's a better way for me there's going to be a better way for Bria and I'm doing it and regardless of what you think about me if you think oh she thinks she's better or she thinks she's this or she thinks she's that whatever like you got to keep it moving and I had to keep it moving and I still have to keep it moving there are people today that as as an adult will have opinions about your life it's not just your inner critic it's not just your inner critic there's actually real people that will talk you out of your dream so my heart my hope and my desire for you is that you will hang on to your dream and the vision that you have for your life the shifts that you've decided to make the changes that you decided to make the things that you've decided to say say no to, the things that you've decided to say yes to, the business that you said you're starting, the promotion you said you're going for, the family that you decided you wanted to have, whatever your shift and change looks like, my hope and desire for you is you keep it moving. One foot in front of the other, keep going, and don't let your inner critic or your outer critics, I feel another episode topic coming on, We're going to talk about them outer critics maybe next episode. But don't let anybody, including yourself, stop you from having and creating the life that you desire and the life that I believe you deserve. All right? 
Thank you for tuning in to episode 25, Inner Critic. I hope that this resonated with you. Let me know if it did. Pass it along. Tell your girlfriends about uh, this podcast. Tell them to subscribe to Red Lips and Eye Rolls. I want to hear from you. And until next time. Thank you for tuning in to Red Lips and Eye Rolls, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know by leaving a comment and also share it with your girlfriends. You can keep up with me on Instagram and Facebook at Katara McCarty. And you can check out the services that I provide at KatarMcCarty.com. Don't forget, grab your lipstick and rock your life.